You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 Northport. W265 CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran in that fix didn't take the <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's a What's Up Wednesday, Would You Rather Wednesday. We'll be breaking down uh, sports stories regarding the Tide this morning, and we want to invite you to get in on that conversation. You can always catch us on the radio dial at Tide 100.9 as well as Martin Houston Radio Network on social media, which includes Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal page, Alabama tradition, Tide 100.9 on Facebook, as well as X's and Old Sports. And you can flip over to YouTube if you want to watch it back live or in playback at Martin Houston Live and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. We want to invite you to get in on the conversation. So you can always do that by chatting us up on those social media outlet, outlets, calling us at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. So uh, thanks for allowing us to be a part of your morning drive, your morning commute, and taking us with you throughout the day. Uh, and we'd like to invite you to be a part of that conversation. Also, while you're out there at Martin Houston 35, give us a follow on Twitter uh, and check out our Would You Rather question uh, today that we'll get to here a little later in the program. But today's Would You Rather question up on Twitter. Uh, I modified the uh, question from a little earlier this week. We had uh, a mind record question uh, and, and had a lot of interesting comments and conversation around Bryce Young. You could trade any two players. Uh, who would it be if you had you had to get rid of Bryce Young, but you could get any two players from the Nick Saban era? Who would it be? Uh, that was interesting conversation. We're going to ask the exact same question from Will Anderson, and we may go back to that next week, give people a little time to think on it. But today, would you rather – and it's a it's a three for three trade, but you have to, it's Bryce Young, Dallas Turner, 
and Jermaine Burton as a package, or would you rather have Will Anderson, Jamar Gibbs, and Jordan Battle? So uh, taking those those three guys uh, in, in the packages, which one of those packages would, would you rather have, of course, with Bryce Young being the cornerstone of his group and Will Anderson here? So I'd like to hear from you. But remember that this is – a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Uh, you be that difference maker, uh, and uh, things will work out for you. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be back in studio. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, for those of you who missed yesterday, Joe, I'm not even sure you heard it. Uh, I was traveling yesterday and driving, and right as I was going to break uh, in the first segment, I got pulled over by the police for speeding. <laughs> so yesterday was a was a fun day, and then the, the people who I was meeting up with when I got in the car with them, um, they had been pulled over for speeding as well. So uh we just said we wanted to thank the police for doing their job, right? <laughs> to protecting and serving. But uh, it, it was a good day. Uh, glad to be back in studio, though. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we, we talked a little bit about the would you rather, uh, but uh, two things. Uh, recruiting, of course, making big time news. Uh, and you just kind of crazy what's happening uh, since the Peter Woods uh, perceived loss. Nick Saban has been on a tear, so I know you you're gonna want to talk about that, X. But before we get into that, want to just bring Joe into the conversation and uh, get his thoughts on a couple quick things. Earlier on Monday, uh, Joe, we talked with Mason about practice and basketball, and probably a way too early hype uh, for Alabama basketball. But Mason seems to think that uh, Nate Oates uh, is going to come back from uh, a, a disappointing season last year with a vengeance and uh, a new piece to the tie is going to be that cornerstone. Talk a little bit about what you saw in that scrimmage, as well as specifically uh, the, the 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 Mr. Thirty Point Man. <laughs> yeah, Martin, it was a lot of fun on Saturday morning to be out at Coleman Coliseum. I, th I really was. Uh, I walked away really excited for this basketball team. Uh, the, di the difference, Nate Oates' team this year looks like it's uh, one, a lot more athletic uh, from top to bottom and, and, and a lot deeper from top to bottom. Uh, they ended up having 12 guys really see significant minutes and uh, really felt like all 12 guys were kind of gelling in in. in certain roles i feel like last year we had a we had an issue with guys kind of stepping outside themselves and trying to do more than maybe their talent required uh but it was it was a lot of fun to, to see the guys uh work and play uh they just rolled the ball out and played for about an hour uh and, and, and yeah, exactly. A lot of the focus and a lot of the takeaways were on Brandon Miller, the, the freshman from Tennessee, five-star uh, forward. He looked uh, he looked a lot like 
a young Kevin Durant to me. He, every time he touched the ball, it was uh, it was exciting, and it was it was fun, Martin. Because I mean, one of our issues last year was when we needed a bucket, when when the, when the tide needed to go down and get a score. I don't really know if we had a go to guy, uh, but it's gonna he is going to be that go to guy this year. I think we got a, a number of guys who can handle the ball in Mark Sears and Jaden Bradley, and we've got good news on on Javon Quinterly coming back in the fold uh maybe a little earlier than we expected it's gonna be a fun fun year uh but for for alabama fans you better you better enjoy watching brandon miller while you can because i i I think that uh you got what from now till next june is what eight months not 10 months or so 10 11 months where he's going to be a part of the crimson tide program and we better soak up every minute of it uh, X, what's your thoughts? I, I know you had a few comments on that uh, uh, as well. Yeah, from everything I've heard, Brandon Miller's the real deal and is going to be a special player in most likely his one season at the Cavs zone. So I'm really excited to see him get going as the as we get closer to the season and once the season starts. But a couple other things I heard, you know, Noah Clowney, another one of of the freshmen coming in in this big class looked really good as well as uh, Namari Burton coming off of an ACL injury. His knee looked good. He put up 21 points as well. And then the the shooters that we've got in, in Sears and Welch, you know, this Alabama team was top 10 in three-point shots, but outside of the top 300 in shooting percentage from the three-point line. So those two guys, I think, are going to be a big part in improving the three-point game. So I look, I'm look, i really looking forward to what this version of the Alabama basketball team is going to look like. Yeah, so uh, uh, Joe, Joe already predicting we got a one-and-done in Miller. Uh, you predicting top ten. I mean, it's, it's a lot of names uh, when you start talking about guys to get excited about. Uh, and if Quinterly can find his um, magic being a six-man again, who knows where, where this team can can get to? Will he take us to that mountaintop that Alabama's never been to, which is a which is a Final Four? Uh, but uh, I think this is Nate Oates. From everything I've I've seen and or heard, this is the first year. Even though he made a nice run the year before, this is the first year he has all of the piece parts of what he wants. When he has Bediaco in there, uh, uh, Mason even said that Bediaco's beefed up some. So he has a big body there uh, in, in terms of someone who can um, can get to the boards and, and, and be a force on the defensive end. He has the long-range shooters. He has the athletic forward uh, and um, – and, and I heard that they, they give hustle intensity and play sound fundamental defense. So sounds like a lot, lot to get excited about uh, as far as uh, this team is concerned. Speaking of getting excited, you got to get excited about recruiting uh, in terms of Nick Saban uh, and what he has going on there. Uh, and uh, X, you shared yesterday that there was a flip potential coming because uh, young man Ty Lockwood uh, actually put up a tweet and then quickly took it back down. Talk about that before we bring Pat in. Yeah, Ty Lockwood, four-star tight end out of Tennessee. 
accidentally posted a <laughs> video flipping his commitment from Ohio State to Alabama on Monday, quickly deleted it, as you said, but then officially made his flip on yesterday, a uh, big get for Alabama. And it's very interesting, you know, he will make the fourth tight end, no, fifth tight end between the 2022 class and the uh, 2023 class coming to Alabama. So it's very interesting that Alabama is loading up at that position over the next two classes. And then you look at the young man committed in the 2024 class. So that definitely a position of need for Alabama that they're prioritizing. But this also bumps Alabama up to the number one class. And you just go back a month and a half to when Northridge High School's Wilkins Formby committed. Alabama was ranked the 39th class. And then you follow it up with Peter Woods going to Clemson, how quickly it has gone from, oh, Nick Saban is out of touch. He doesn't know how to relate to this generation and things of that nature to being the number one class in the country already. Yeah, and uh, and we'll, we'll instead of cutting Pat short, we'll get Pat on the other side. And when you think about what you just said, X, um, there's another young man out there that is in that class that, that was that Bama just eclipsed that may be flipping to the tide as well. Coming back on the other side, we'll talk to Pat. Uh, we'll uh, keep the phone lines open to you, 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, already an active morning. Bad wreck on U.S. 11 southbound at Gray Hill Road out in Woodstock involving an overturned vehicle. Another on 2059 eastbound at exit 76 at Skyland. And yet another one, 359 southbound at 2059. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and savings just for you at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today with scattered showers and thunderstorms, mostly this afternoon and this evening. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 73. For tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers and storms around. The high, 91. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. We got X's and O's on with us uh, this morning uh, running uh, the ship. We got Joe behind the glass, but let's bring in Pat. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? 
Good morning, fellas. Hey, all is right with the world now. Uh, and uh, the bearded wonder in the afternoon, Lord knows we love him, but hey, back in June, hey, he was talking about the sky was falling. I mean, you know, no, he, he had little faith. What do you think, Martin? Repeat that. I said our the bearded wonder in the afternoon back in June. June, he was saying the sky was falling. He of little faith. What do you think, Martin? Well, I just think that Nick Saban has changed his recruiting calendar and that that uh, when spring practice is over, uh, moving forward, Alabama will be in the middle of the pack on recruits and then he'll get them in the camp and uh, I mean, they'll they'll do the coaches review or or when they can go see the coaches right after spring. I mean, the players right after spring. You'll see a couple commits. Then he'll get them in the camp, and then you'll see them close this summer into the beginning of the season strong. Oh yeah, man! Hey, it's just absolutely incredible. And what coaches doing? Teams that were ahead of him just go out and cherry pick their top recruits. Hey, is that not is that not the, the coolest thing you've seen in quite some time? Just go right into Ohio State and pull out, hey, a top wide. I mean, a top tight end. I mean, I'm just so impressed with Coach Saban. What do you think, Martin? Well, X, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like I, like I said, this has been a position of need for Alabama and some something that they, something that they have been recruiting heavy. And to be able to go get a guy that has been committed to Ohio State for roughly a year and has been one of their top voices, top recruiters in this 2023 class, I think is a major get and a major deal for Alabama. So, yes, it's always going to be impressive when you can go into a top-level school and take the best that they have to offer. Yeah. And uh, what I was so impressed with – was our uh, five-star running back. He just made a statement that it was going to make it his mission in life to go into Notre Dame and pull the crown jewel of their class also. But, uh, did you did you hear what he was saying, how passionate he was? And, hey, and does this mean that Thornsby is going to be a uh, graduate assistant of Alabama as a recruiter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Wilkin Formby and Richard Young have definitely been doing a lot of uh, recruiting and getting after guys to help be a part of this class. And you know, a guy like Richard Young just getting into the class as far as committing, him being as passionate as he was about being able to get a guy like a Keon Keeley to flip and make saying he's making it his mission is. Is big, especially when you look at the grand scheme of things. Oh, yeah. All right. I just wanted to call and tell y'all that all was right with the universe. And uh, that y'all have a blessed day. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks, Pat. Uh, um, Hey, of course, uh, X, if uh, they're able to get the Keon guy, uh, the Keeley guy from uh, Notre Dame, that is that the football world is going to – turn upside down on his head uh, even more uh, as Nick Saban shows that he hadn't lost his step. Hey, let's talk a little bit about this would-you-rather um, conversation. Well, first of all, 
do you have anything else on the recruiting front? I mean, clear up that conversation, close out that conversation. Uh, no, I think we'll we'll get into more tomorrow when we talk to Hank. Okay. All right. Well, um, flipping the script on, on yesterday, um, Joe, uh, you weren't you weren't with us, so I I'll get your thoughts real quick on the if you want to comment on the would you rather from the Bryce Young. Uh, it was an interesting conversation. Mason couldn't give up anybody. My my two, if I had to get rid of Bryce Young, was uh, Julio and AJ McCarron, uh, because I would love to see those two guys in this modern era of football. Uh, if you had had to do a two for one uh, with Bryce Young, what two players would you take? Oh gosh, uh, I'm more in the Mason camp than anything. But just so I can play along, uh, just so I can play along. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I would probably shoot. I would probably. I, I like. I would probably bring Amari Cooper. Uh, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <sighs> I don't because because you're losing Bryce, so you got to have. I mean, do you trust Milrow or do you bring in another quarterback? That's the that's your first question. Well, uh, well Joe, the reason I let me tell you, I I think you can go without a quarterback because uh, Nick Saban has won all his championships without his best two quarterbacks. So uh, Tua and um, uh, Bryce uh, uh, didn't didn't get it done in in the big game, so. Uh, when when some of the lesser and I, I use that in air quotes talent got it done, so maybe. well I'll tell you okay all right so if so if we're losing Bryce then what you do what you do is you go out and you get one of your best offensive linemen so give me a give me a DJ Fluker type give me a a Baron jo- Barrett Jones give me someone like that Ryan Kelly. Uh, I, I guess our weakest position is tackle. So give me a guy like Cam Robinson uh, first. So you're playing Milrow or you're playing Ty Simpson. Uh, and then my my next inkling would be to say Najee Harris, but I think we've got enough in the backfield this year. So you go out and you get a guy like Julio. I mean, you're talking when they were here at Bama, basically. So uh, yes, yeah, pr- yeah, absolutely. Prime Julio or prime, or, or prime Amari Cooper. Uh, play, playing with uh, playing with Milrow and playing with Ty Simpson, plus a, a a little upgrade on the offensive line. You get you get a lot of what you had to get what you got in 2020 with Mac Jones under center, where the defenses had to declare wh- what they were going to stop if they were going to try to stop Najee Harris or if they were going to try to stop yeah. Devontae Smith. And once you yeah. once you dictate to the defense and and, and really make them kind of show their cards before the snap, I think all, both the quarterbacks that we've got behind Bryce can operate in that under those circumstances right. so i think an offensive lineman and a guy like julio so i guess uh g- give me a uh pr- probably give me a, a cam robinson uh g- give me a dj fluker type give, give me a tackle that can that can play that left tackle and then give me julio jones i think i think you still probably have a pretty good team yeah, and I, I think you probably uh, or an evan neal right <laughs> uh, evan neal i'll take him too <laughs> but yes, that's that's the thing. If you can run it, if you got the running backs like we got, and that's what uh, a couple people have said, man, said give me a give me a, a, a healthy running back room, which we have, uh, and a, a wide receiver or two, uh, or an offensive lineman uh, to solidify. Uh, I'll take Milrow. So uh, kind of get that. Now flipping the script to the would you rather have 
the combination of guys. Uh, Bryce Young, uh, Dallas Turner, Jermaine Burton. Okay, uh, that that that's that's one one cluster. The other cluster is uh, Will Anderson, Jamar Gibbs, and Jordan Battle. So that that's that's three superstars or all stars on both sides there. Uh, cornerstone pieces, uh, difference makers. I think uh, at their respective positions, uh, and, and um, and, and so we're going to see which one of those we're going to – I tell you what, instead of answering it on this side so we have to rush through it, let's go ahead and go to break here. Uh, we'll come back on the other side. Hey, and if you're listening out there and you want to get in on that conversation, let us know which one you would rather have if you had to go into the season with one of these uh, groupings. Bryce Young, Dallas Turner, Jermaine Burton, quarterback, rush end, uh, and wide receiver, or would you rather go in with a dominant defensive end, uh, special running back, and a safety that can play uh, big-time ball and lead a defense? Choice is yours. We'll talk about it right here on the Martin Houston Show when we get back on the other side. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. With your Tide Sports Update, I'm Mason Woods. Former Crimson Tide linebacker Reuben Foster earned a tryout with the Seattle Seahawks this past week. Foster is attempting an NFL comeback after not playing since 2018. The former five-star has worked out with the Washington Commanders and San Francisco 49ers as well. The Alabama men's basketball team is preparing for its trip to Europe. The team departs from Tuscaloosa on Friday, August 5th, and will play one game in Spain and two in France. In other Crimson Tide basketball news, head coach Nate Oates says the team is hoping to get Javon Quinterly back by SEC play. Oates said the point guard is right on pace with his recovery. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, already an active morning. Bad wreck on U.S. 11 southbound at Gray Hill Road out in Woodstock involving an overturned vehicle. Another on 2059 eastbound at exit 76 at Skyland. And yet another one, 359 southbound at 2059. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and savings just for you at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership 
and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with uh, Martin and Xavier. Uh, got a would you rather question if you want to go out to at Martin Houston 35, get your comments in on it. Uh, you can follow at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. Give us a like there. Uh, get your vote in uh, right now. Would you rather have the combination of Young, Turner, and Burton, Anderson, Gibbs, and Battle? Uh, Cam Tim said, Will Anderson versus the world guys before we get in on it let's bring in curtis lewis to get his thoughts good morning curtis you're in with the martin houston show with martin and xavier what's on your mind sir hey you know martin, i thought we gonna have to get a little bill money for you but that's good that you got out that's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was, it was kind of rough curtis i was driving along man and and and, and fortunately it was right at the break so i didn't have to look like i was still trying to escaped the police, I was able to just go ahead and go to break, take care of my business, and then come back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always good when you can break the law and not have to miss a beat. That's good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you should have showed him your cape. You should have showed him your cape. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that, that was those three players, that's not really a hard, hard question at all because I really don't have to replace them. I already got everybody on the team that I need. So if I don't have um, if I don't have Bryce Young, I'm going with Jalen Miro because he's he's nothing more than the Matrix right there. So I can yeah. win a championship with Miro, but I okay. will pick up on um, Ruben Foster and Julio Jones, um, mm. Mm. and I will move um Toa Toa to the weak side, and I'll have Ruben Foster as far as my uh, mic at that yeah, point because yeah. I've got all the pass rush I need with. Braxton and um, Will Anderson, or either or either Dallas Turner, or any of the guys that we got that's not getting on the field a whole lot. We we've got all that that we need, so we're not losing anything. It really yeah, got to be number pick up and game. That sounds like Xavier. Xavier Xavier's guy was uh, probably for similar reason you did. He he wanted C.J. Mosley uh, for yeah. that same type of reason, and he would have done the same thing and moved Toa Toa to the. To the week and let uh, CJ run the defense. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good, good so, insight. Yes, yeah, so I'm good with that. I do want to <laughs> ask you though, as far as um, Burton goes, if Burton goes down, do you think Harold become the number one, or who do you think will become the number one? 
Well, I mean, I, I've heard positive things, and I'll, I'll let the, the other guys respond as well. I've heard positives about him that he is more than just a speed guy. Um, yeah. So what, whatever he did, like last year, that's the way Louisville used him. But whatever he worked on before he came here, he he must have spent all his offseason working on route running. And so I I think he's going to battle to be that next guy. I think um, – uh, he very well could, and and I'm not saying he won't jump up if he's a route runner with speed. Um, he could he could you know replace that uh, Jamison Williams because we don't have the that that deep threat with Burton. Burton is a good receiver. No. I don't know that he's going to take the top off, and uh, you know that's what made uh, Jamison so so dangerous is. He he was a, a pretty good route runner, and if you jumped a, a a cut like when he took a slant and go or sluggo route, you were in trouble because when he came out of that break, he would leave you. And I think Harold has that potential. Xavier, Joe, either one of y'all want to come in on that? Yeah, if if Harold has improved as a route runner and can be more than a deep pet, it, it could definitely be him stepping into that Jamison Williams role because. They they both kind of had similar outlooks coming into last year that they were both just speed guys, but we saw Jamison work on his route running and become a complete wide receiver, and we saw what that was able to do for him in Alabama last year. But if he is just the deep guy, I would look at potentially uh, Ja'Cory Brooks to end up being the go-to guy if Burton was to go down. But I look more for as Terrell, if he's improved as a whole, I look for more of one guy to be John Mechie, you know, the the possession guy, the guy that you know can get you the first down while Harold still takes the top off. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, let me let me ask you, Joe and Xavier, Curtis, Curtis you can respond first. Uh, right now, where do you think Harold is? Because technically, you probably have Burton and Brooks as the one and two um, coming out of spring. So you think about putting Harold as the third guy. That means if you got the third best DB covering him, um, he he could from that third receiver spot end up the guy with the most yards. Think about him catching a pass in the middle of the field with a safety or a third DB on him, splitting the middle? Well, I, mean, I, I really he, got Burton as my I – I don't really have a whole lot going on with Ja'Cory Brooks at this point. I right. really have um, Burton, Harold, and Leary on the field at the same time. Those are the three that I will have out there, and I will have Burton more of that Betsy role as a possession guy. But something that I saw – on um, one of the tapes that the Dolphins were showing, when Tua hit Tyreek Hill on a 60-yard route, and, of course, he left the BBs in the dust, but at the same time, they popped the camera over to Waddle. Waddle was just as wide open on, on yeah. about a 55, 60-yard route, too. So I'm looking at Harold and Leary in that same sense. And yeah. Burton is the guy that you got, has those hands. So, And yeah. I really think that Burton is going to have – I hope that he don't go through this problem that he had at Georgia, but being able to stay healthy and on the field, yeah. that's that's my only worry about Burton. But I really think Harold and Leary are going to give us that, that punch that 
it's going to be hard to match up with any second or third DB out there on that field. That's that's going to be hard to cover. Yeah, that, the, the, and, and and then of course a guy that made a lot of noise was Law, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in spring. So uh, and he's kind of in that same mode as the guys you're talking about, uh, as far as uh, you know th- those two guys you mentioned, and then of course. JoJo can get open. The question is, has he got confidence back in his hands? So you you kind of got three or four guys in that same mold that you're talking about that are in the same mold as the guys you mentioned with the Dolphins. So uh, it's, yeah. it, that's going to be fun fun to watch. Uh, and then the other thing that, Curtis, that we're, we've added, that I hope we've added, I should say, and it looks like Nick Saban wants this to become part of his offense with the way he's recruiting tight ends right now, is if you can all of a sudden have Latou be a legit threat um, underneath uh, and crossing routes and setting up in the middle to hold those linebackers, um, that that seam uh, route you know down the hashes is going to become uh, or skinny post routes will become big time for this offense in Bryce Young. Well, let me ask you guys this. Um, do y'all think Jojo Earl is really going to get much playing time with Anderson now? Because I really think Anderson is going to be the guy that's going to be in the special teams as far as the punt returner. So I don't see a whole lot of places for Jojo Earl to make up for all the, the situations that he's had of dropping that ball during the spring. And then, of course, his his injury system that he had um, last year and dropping the ball last year. It's going to be yeah. kind of hard for him to come back from well, that. The other players are, are a next level up. Anderson is coming off of a knee injury that a lot of people didn't know that he had. So we're not sure what we're going to get out of him yet and how healthy he'll be. I think JoJo is still a very dynamic player, and I think he can carve out a role if it is special teams, if it is getting on the field. Because once I really think it's confidence, because you're talking about a guy that was the freshman wide receiver last year that was getting all the playing time early on. And then he got yeah. a little banged up. It affected his confidence some, and I he struggled. So if he can get his confidence back, you're talking about a guy that can be a, a next-level playmaker for Alabama. What was Brooks' injury? I, I have not heard. I don't know. Joe, do you Joe, do you happen to know what uh, Brooks' injury was that kept him out of the spring? Was it a shoulder injury? I don't know either, yeah, I but I know it was a shoulder foot. I I I, I, I I don't really know Curtis. So I mean, I, well, I heard he was injured and was out and missing it, but never really heard directly what it was. So hey, uh, oh, I have a question, Curtis. We're, we're not going to get into it today, but but yeah. listen to this name. One of my questions I'm going to ask as we get closer. Of course, we're we're definitely counting down to to uh, camp starting and the season starting. And one of the things that always intrigues me is always one of these guys that don't come during the spring that comes uh-huh. in like during the summer that that it's always one guy that one or two guys that that like didn't go through spring, but they come in and boom, you know, uh, they're they're ready to play. And it happens every year. And I, I, I'm going to be asking you guys for a candidate. My candidate is uh, Henderson, uh, the running back, five star running back out of. Uh, Geneva, um, this 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 guy is a utility guy. He's as fast as any of the other guys at wide receiver, and he's a running back. So don't be surprised if he don't find himself on the field 
uh, in some of the return game as well. So, uh, yeah. And, 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 and in that, you remember how Kiffin used uh, King and Drake, uh, which made him a dynamic player. Uh, I think we're going to have a, a lot, lot to get to. Thanks, Curtis, man. Great, great conversation oh. there. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Ron. Y'all have a good one. All right. Hey, uh, and of course, we did have a Would You Rather Wednesday question that will become a uh, Would You Rather Thursday question uh, as uh, we're not going to get to answer that because we got George from Macon uh, in. Uh, George, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Top 100.9 on the Album One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, um, good morning, Martin. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of going to sleep on Christian Leary. I mean, uh, he had a great spring. He's got track speed. Um, I think he's going to have a great showing. I'm really not worried about the receivers at all. And Burton, if you listen, I forgot the guy. I listened to all the shows. And the gentleman from um, Louisiana that I think is always on uh, Ryan's show weekly. or uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. He was saying that Burton was their top um, receiver that they were going after during that um, cycle, you know, for uh, recruiting. That he was their top choice, and I'll tell you what, Louis LSU knows something about receivers. So I think there's a lot about Burton that, you know, we don't know that he was not able to show. You know, at Georgia, I think he's got, you know, good speed, great route running, and can get open and – when you pair him with everybody else, uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping that Aaron Anderson can be healthy because here again, that guy was talking about how fantastic he is, how deceptive he is, and how jitterbuggy he is in, in, in running routes and returning punts. And you know, yeah, Mark, my, when you do that, go ahead. Yeah, I'm Mike Petillia is the guy you're talking about that joins Ryan yeah, every week. Right? Yeah, he, uh, and, and, and listen, I think Burton is. Burton and Harrell are, the, to me, in the same way as Jamison Williams. They're going to come and have a quarterback that can get them ball, the ball in stride, in route, and all that. So I think you're right. I think you will see Burton's game go to the next level. I just don't think Burton is a speed merchant. Uh, so I think he's going to be very, very good. Uh, and and um, – I think that Harold brings that that breakaway speed that uh, Williams, uh, uh, Jamison Williams had. So, uh, but I, I think we have a very very deep uh, oh, wide receiver room. We just don't have; they just haven't had a lot of experience. And there was some guy that was trying to dog these dog these receivers, George. Uh, and I was like, you can't dog these receivers. These guys have played behind like five or six. First round wide receivers. That's why they hadn't played a lot. So, anyway, you know, uh, closing thing thought. Funny um, thing about it is, you know, like, um, you know, because Henry Rose is in the same class as Devontae, they said, oh, Devontae doesn't have that kind of speed. But I never, every time you saw Devontae, he was running away and putting distance between him and whoever was chasing him. Did he have that elite track speed? that um, Henry Rose had, possibly not, but it was good enough. It's kind of like um, Major over me back in the day. Did he have that great speed, but nobody ever caught him from behind? You know, I kind of think of that, you know, of, of all our receivers, they got tremendous speed, but 
but they may not have the Jameson JMO track speed or the Olympic speed that they have. You know, the funny thing about it, you know, I'm sitting there trying to answer your question, either or. You know, uh, Mark, when you play six national championships in 14 years, there's a lot of either ors that do, can do a good job because we've, we've had great combinations, great players, great quarterbacks. We've had the most talented quarterbacks, but then we've had good enough um, quarterbacks. And I don't want to say that they were game managers because really, for some reason, a game manager has gotten a negative connotation. You know, and right. Nick Saban wants you to manage the game. You're supposed to call the plays, check out the defense, process to get the ball to them accurately. And I, so, I, hey, you know, I, I'll take a I'll take a game manager uh, uh, over a, a superstar that's uh, inconsistent any day because I know what I'm going to get and I call my game accordingly. So uh, uh, how many of these wild men superstars uh, at, at the college level don't ever win it, but there's always some guy uh, that's uh, – uh, does all the right things the right way. Hey, we have to get the break here. Thanks, George. Appreciate that insight. You're right. There's a lot have of teams. Have a good one. Have a good one. There's a lot of teams, a lot of players, a lot of combinations for Alabama that have won national titles uh, and have won it because of defense and offense. And and even King and Drake and the special teams got us one against Clemson. So um, Alabama's won it a lot of different ways, and they've lost uh, several uh, for several reasons. Uh, but uh, either way, uh, we'll we'll be back to talk more about that uh, on tomorrow, and we want to invite you to be back in on the conversation. Then coming back on the other side, we'll have uh, the Christian Moment of the Week with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, already an active morning. Bad wreck on US 11 southbound at Gray Hill Road out in Woodstock involving an overturned vehicle. Another on 2059 eastbound at exit 76 at Skyland, and yet another one 359 southbound at 2059. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and savings just for you at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. The city of Tuscaloosa voted to move forward with design phase services for the Saban Center and a separate large-scale event center downtown during Tuesday night's council meeting. The city of Tuscaloosa is partnering with Nick and Terry Saban and several organizations in the city to create the Saban Center, which is projected to open in 2025. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823.
or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Carving, LLC. Hello, this is Martin Houston with Awakening. The team and I would like to invite you to this monthly community-wide praise and worship service featuring intimate worship and powerful preaching of God's Word. Please join us at the link that's 610 Watermelon Road, Northport, Alabama, or watch online at Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's Awakening, powered by Empowerment Ministries, the third Thursday every month at at 6.30 p.m. Please pray for us and join us if you can. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries. It's our Christian moment of the week. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. Man, you took me way back with that, that song intro, man. Sorry, Mr. Jackson, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that's Joe. Wanna... Joe picking all, all the right beats there. <laughs> Hey, Scotty, take it. take a few minutes and encourage us how we can incorporate our faith into our, the boardroom, the classroom, or our chosen field of place, sir. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to start a new series, and this will take us up until the football season. So we'll go about four weeks with this series. At least that's my goal. And so, um, you, know, you know, I love that intro that you always give me, Martin. Say it again. What's my goal? You want me to do what? Uh, help us incorporate our faith into the boardroom the classroom, or our chosen field of play. Okay, so as we keep that in mind, I, that, that's the goal that I've been given this morning, and that's the goal I'm given every week. So I always try to keep that in mind. And, and, and so I want you to think, what does that look like? How do you represent God You know, in the, in the classroom, the boardroom, or the chosen field of play? How do you represent him as a believer, as a follower of Christ? What, what, what's what's kind of one of the, the, the best ways that you can just be a great ambassador for um Christian faith, or for more specifically for Christ. And, and, and so I think uh, that we would have to say that would look like obedience, just following him. Like, um, the world needs to see people who um, believe um, God is really telling the truth so much so that they're willing to follow him faithfully, and, and that following him faithfully looks like obedience. And so I want you to understand that as we consider that, um, th- that we have some opposition. Uh, lots of it, okay? But 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 uh, I, I want to kind of narrow in on where the opposition really comes from, no matter how many directions we think we have opposi- opposition from. Really, it's only from one place, one source. I want to look at uh, Genesis chapter 3, and this series will be called, Did God Really Say? <laughs> That's the series, Martin. Did God Really Say? <laughs> and so I want you to think about this. As, as Satan, uh, you, you, that, that he's our, that's our opposition from a scriptural standpoint. From the biblical standpoint, the Bible says Satan is our opposition. And so I want to make sure that we think through what his strategy is. Hey, we're preparing for the season, right, Martin? So we got to study right. the opponent's game plan. Like, what's he up to? What are they going to do? What are his tendencies? Well, guess what? We, we can study them and figure it out in, in, in the third chapter of the Bible, and, it, and we can see it consistently throughout the rest of the Bible. So, so I want to give us his quick game plan and then figure out if we can come up with, okay, what's our best plan of action uh, related to that? And so uh, we look at Genesis chapter 3. Adam and Eve have been given, or Adam has been given instructions from God, and it seems that he must have passed these instructions on to Eve 
And um, and the instructions were, hey, you can eat of any tree, but this one tree. Okay, so 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 they they know that they know what they're supposed to do. They know what they're not supposed to do. Any tree, but that one tree. Well, Satan comes and he uh, speaks to Eve and he says, "Hey, um, did God really say? Did God really say you weren't supposed to eat of that? That you know? Did God really say you're not supposed to eat of this tree, this one tree over here?" And, and, and so, uh, you know, I think the first attack that Satan uh, brings. Well, let me say this: his his um. His greatest weapon is always a lie because his goal is deception. He wants to deceive us. He wants to detour us. He wants to, again, deceive us. So his greatest lie, will, his greatest weapon will always be a lie. So our greatest weapon will always be the truth. Okay? And so so the, the first thing he's saying is, if I'm going to deceive you, I got to know if you even know what God's word says about this. Did God really say not to eat of the tree? So Eve passes this test, Martin. Eve says, yeah, he says don't eat it and, 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 and don't even touch it or you'll die. And I don't remember the touching part, so I don't know if Adam added something or if she remembered it differently. But the whole point is she got the point. Don't eat of the tree. So we do that. Second yep. attack. It's second attack. First one was, did God really say? The point is, guys, if we don't know what God's word says, we don't stand a chance in this in, in being able to um, represent the Lord or be his ambassador or follow him faithfully or walk in obedience. We don't stand a chance if we don't even know what he says. Eve knew what he said. Attack number two. He says this. Well, since you know what he said, let me tell you what he meant. In other words, uh, here, 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 here is Martin. He says, <laughs> let me interpret that thing for you. Let me tell you what. So, so, so he says, first thing, you won't really die. So one, God's a liar. That's what Satan is saying. You won't really die. But when you eat the tree, you're gonna actually, um, you know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna know what God knows. You're gonna be like God, and you know, you'll you'll you know knowledge from good and evil. You, you'll be like Him. God is holding out on you. God's not good. He's a liar because you won't die, and He knows you'll be like Him when you eat of it. Guess what? He's holding out on you. So Satan's number one. I mean, his goal is to still destroy. God's goal is that we have life and have it abundantly, and obviously that we live life and we live. For his glory, uh, but but think about this. They strike, strike the first. They pass the first test. Did God really see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what God said, but do you know what He mean? Do you know what He meant? Since they didn't know what He meant, or maybe there was some doubt there. Like, is God oh not on us? Why can't we eat that tree? I don't know what was going on in their mind, but there was something there that kept them thinking, "Hey, there might be something else." And there are two more things that we'll uncover, and then what we'll do is we'll walk through each step. So we'll stop there question is yeah. do you know what god's word has said and do you know what he meant because if you don't then we're gonna have a hard time representing him yeah it's awesome i'm, I'm in, actually in a series that our church useful to god and instead of instead of use is y-o-u-s-l-f-u-l useful oh, wow. to god and number I one like is that. surrender and then number two yeah. is you have to be a student of his word if you surrender yeah. and then you know his word, then you can do the next few things I'm going to cover. Uh, but if you don't know his word, it's hard to know his voice. And if you don't know his voice, it's hard to follow. Uh, and of course, we know Ephesians 6 tells us to, to put on the full armor of God uh, so that we can take our stand against the devil's schemes or the devil, devil's game plan. And of us being a sports station, we know that. Uh, each scheme has to be based on what the uh, enemy's 
uh, strengths and weaknesses are. So, mm-hmm. uh, yep. we, and if we if we don't know what our uh, our strengths and weaknesses are, it's hard for us to develop a game plan to stop when or advance against the enemies or against Auburn's game plan. Uh, no, <laughs> just, just kidding. Tell them where they can find you, man. <laughs> Absolutely. You can go to www.blueprintsolution.com. You can send me a message there. It comes straight to my email. All right, man. That's Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministry. He joins us every Wednesday for the Christian Moment of the Week, encouraging us how to incorporate our faith into the boardroom and classroom, our children feel the play. Go out and do that today and start by studying his word and then following his word and stand tuned to his voice, talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Scotty. Have a blessed day, sir. Hey, thank you. You too. All right. Thanks, X. Thanks, Joe. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, same back time, same back channel. Remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Road tide out there, everybody. 